The Fantasy Lounge, live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. Twelve degenerates from Oakland compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. And Mike Prada. As a gym coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle! Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mac on the mic to my right. Oaklawn's all-time leader in intentional grounding penalties, <laughs> Dave Steuben. And Dave, welcome to the lounge. No Randy today, but we got the co-host to fill in. Yeah, you know, you guys brought me back this year. You know, last year, what, for the last two years we were running it? And then, you know, Randy just took over because I can't get down here anymore. But I- I'm back. Yeah, I mean, Randy had some business to take care of. And so, you know, Dave Steuben shoots me a text. You want to do a lounge? And you know Mikey Max always down to do a lounge. Uh, how's it feel to be back, uh, back in the, the full, full time? It's, it's good. Uh, you know, I've been kind of, I, I was on for what, one episode for about 10 minutes on the side of the street in Kenosha, but I've been itching to get back on the, uh, the, the podcast. It's good to have you in studio yeah. in the basement, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, we're going to break down the AFC East. Uh, you know, we did some really good deep dives on some people. Um, but you know, Dave had a, saw an interesting article already and we're going to kind of, you know, talk about that because this stuff always fascinates me. Coaches are already heading into the season on the hot seat. You know, as you know, it's, it's a winner loss league in this league, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either you win or you lose. There's no, it, there's, well, you can tie. Yeah, but there's really no in between. And if you're not winning, you're losing, right? Mm-hmm. So as we kind of get the wheels going here, what are some names uh, that are running some teams right now that you think are on the hot seat? Well, I think you had kind of talked about it before this was Kyle Shanahan down with the uh, 49ers. I know he's had a rough go because the quarterback hasn't been healthy. Uh, but now he's healthy, and it's his third season, uh, I believe, right? Correct? It's, yeah, it's third, his third season. Third season, which is kind of crazy uh, for the 49ers. So this is kind of the make-or-break year. You have your quarterback. He's supposed to be healthy. Uh, you got some weapons, some young guys. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he can take the next step. Uh, maybe not make the playoffs, but you can get close to him. What's interesting to me is they still really haven't found that like go to receiver yet, and it's been you know his third year here. Uh, you know, I, Marquise Goodwin was supposed to be the guy. Pierre Garçon. I mean, my point is, like, who's the guy there? I, I'm now they were saying Dante Pettis is supposed to be the guy, but now there's reports out of camp that he's like up and down. He can't really take the number one role. Then he they drafted Debo Samuel's, who I'm I'm high on out of the slot, but he's a rookie. But he's a rookie. Um, and then they also have one other receiver there I can't think of. Trent Taylor got hurt. Trent Taylor, oh, that's what there. I was thinking of, yeah. My thing is, like, here's the thing, this is the year. I feel like if they underachieve again with a healthy Garoppolo, but that's a big if. If a healthy Garoppolo and they underachieve, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone. I, I do think he gets one more year. But that division's tough. Yeah. You know, uh, the Rams, Seattle, and then Arizona's going to be better. So, if they go like five and eleven, it could be interesting to see what they do in Arizona. I mean, even when Garoppolo has been been healthy, he's not like overwhelmingly amazing. Like, yeah, he showed some some flares of being good, but then there's a lot of times he just looks like a mediocre quarterback. So, uh, I don't know if that's going to be the answer. Honestly, there's a connection that we're going to talk about next. I know it's only going to be a second year, but Matt Patricia, a lot of hype 
last year. Not too many. A lot of sizzle, not a lot of... Uh, yeah, 6 and 10 last Not a year. lot of steak there. Yeah. Uh, I, they got rid of Theoretic. Which I don't get. Uh, I don't get it either, but now he broke his shoulder. He's out for eight weeks. Um, so it's carry on Johnson. You still have, you know, the emerging wide receivers there. And, uh, I mean, Galladay, Jones. Galladay's still young. Yeah, okay. If he can take the step as a number one. Jones, I, mean, I don't think Jones is number one. These, these Belichick. Their defense, though, is, is better. They've is spent better. some money on defense. Yeah. These Belichick guys don't, don't pan out, though, as head coaches. They never do because it's Belichick who's good. It's not the guys around Belichick. It's Belichick. It's his system. It's how he coaches. Everybody thinks it's going to be good. Josh McDaniels has had some success as an offensive coordinator, but wasn't good as a head coach. Romeo Cornell, uh, Cornell yeah. was not good as a head coach. Bill uh, Bryan, dud. Yeah. I mean, he's had some. He's made the playoffs, but they never do anything. Uh, there's just a lot of guys that they get hyped up. You mentioned Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss, well, yeah, fuck Charlie Weiss. <laughs> He's terrible. He's still alive. And then not to, not to mention Josh McDaniel debacle. Yeah. And even when he was in Denver. But Josh McDaniels as a as a offensive coordinator is great. Uh, but not there's no head coach that really comes out and is is really successful out of his branch. Fair enough. My thing is again another tough division. I could easily see them going four and twelve or five and eleven. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I don't think they're gonna fire him after year two, but I don't know. I I just felt like they 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 were kind of like. They didn't really have a lot of fire to him last year. Usually they're always like pesky and you know they always make games close. Well, he's know. he's defensive minded and their defense was terrible. Exactly. Uh, I mean they have good cornerbacks, but other than they have talent too. It's just they can't put it together ever. One other name I want to talk about before before we deep dive in the uh, AFC East. I know it's his first year coaching, but to me, Malafleur, Malafleur <laughs> is someone on the hot seat because if this doesn't work with Aaron Rodgers, you got a short window here. Well, if it doesn't work with Aaron Rodgers this year, how many more years are you going to get to try and make it work? Because uh, Aaron Rodgers ain't going nowhere unless something crazy happens. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's 36, but we see Tom Brady is 42. He's still in the league, so I see something similar with him at least four more years till he's 40. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. And reports, who knows if they're true or false, that they're arguing already and he doesn't have his full trust in LaFleur. So that's never good because Aaron Rodgers is very opinionative. When it comes to his offense, and he basically thinks he can run his own offense, but so with a, a unexperienced head coach coming in in his first year, it could be disastrous. I agree. If this thing goes south, like I'm talking, when I say what's which a, I hope it does, too. what's a south record here for uh, the Packers? Like six and ten? Is that going south? I would say yes. It, I mean, they didn't have a winning what they they didn't have a winning record last year, did they? Either they were eight and eight, or they might have been nine and seven. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I would say floor six and ten, and some people got him winning the division, but I don't see that. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers does scare me. But my point is, could, could you imagine if they do go six and ten? I you would imagine. I would. I would imagine that Lafleur is probably out of there. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were six and nine last year. Ooh. Yeah. And they tied one. And they tied. Ugh. With the Vikings. Ugh. So they already hit their floor. <laughs> yeah, that's bad, dude. I didn't know they were. I thought they were like nine and seven. No, they yeah they they were still good at home five and two, but they lost on the road a bunch. Interesting. Okay. As we break down the AFC East, some big news because it's a big name, and people keep pulling for this guy, and I pull for him too. But reinstated, Josh Gordon. How we feel about that? It's fantasy potential. Ah, <sighs> well, when he's in, he's elite, but. 
Is he going to stay in? Is he, is it like, is he going to have a week where he, you know, has a weekend of smoking blunts and, and it just falls off the wagon. Like we've seen the last, what, three, four years. Like last year, I thought he had it all together. And then all of a sudden he's having a great season and boom, oh, I got to go back to rehab. Like good for him that he's taking the time to go back to rehab, but can you trust him for 16 games, especially when you need him down the stretch in the playoffs? Like if you're going to draft him, he's going to be in your lineup. Yes. People, I mean, I don't want to fall in the trap, but I always do the Josh Gordon trap. You think, oh, this is the year. This is the year. This is the year. You know, we've been saying that since what? When he had that big year in 2014? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little optimistic because last year it was like a good sample size with him. In 12 games, had four touchdowns, over 700 yards, 41 receptions on 72 targets. He had some monster games for the Patriots. And then you kind of thought, like you said, everything's going well. And then things kind of nosedive for him. I will say this. And again, it's so, to say if, you know, I, I get it, I get it. We've been saying if now for six years. Yeah. If he's on the field for 16 games, like he's a wide receiver, he's a, he's a top one. 25 receiver. Yeah. He's got to be fantasy. a wide receiver one. Especially with the offense that's there right now. All you have is Edelman. There's no tight end anymore. You got, um, who's suspended there for four games? Benjamin Watson suspended four True. games. Matt LaCrosse is the starting tight end. I'm guarantee 80% of people have never even heard that guy's name before. They got a plethora of running backs. True. So it's, I don't know. It's if he's, if he's there and he's there for 16 games, yeah, it's going to be amazing. But it's the risk factor. Right now. But is there a risk factor? It's Maybe. the high ceiling. Floor thing. Very, very low floor, though. <laughs> Fantasy football calculator right now. I know he's got reinstated, so this is going to shoot up. But right now, he's going 125th overall. I would t- uh, Yeah, 125th, that's, no uh, I, that's worth it. It's worth to have. At least you know he's going to actually start the year. But that's right now, and in three weeks, when it's, it's going to go way up. Um, but at least you know he's going to start the year with them. Is is, is the years past? You're like, is he going to you draft him and you don't know if he's going to play? He's going to wait eight yeah. weeks. You know, at least you know. He's and there. Belichick too said that it, it was all league matter. Even last year, it's all about the league, and he's reinstated now. But now they're going to reevaluate the situation. If it's good for the team and good for him and everything, then it's good to go. So, not like huge confidence coming out of that because if he was pumped, he would be like, "Hey, he's in the starting lineup." But he's basically saying, "I'm going to see what he's where he's at." Where his conditioning's at, where his, his level plays at, and then we'll we'll go from there. Okay. Yeah. So how about we put a pin in the Josh Gordon thing and maybe wait closer to well, yeah, draft. he's, he's going to have to get. I mean, he's in shape, but he's got to get in game shape, and then he's got to get the connection back with Brady. Speaking of game shape, we want we're not going to talk sweet and sour with uh, this specific player, but let's just dive into real quick. Because speaking of game shape, it's hard to be in game shape if you didn't play last year. Hmm. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell right now. Number ninth overall running back, average pick, fantasy football calculator right now, eighth overall. That's a little high for me. How do you feel about Le'Veon Bell heading into drafts? What do you think the production is going to be like? How do you think he's going to fit in that offense? I think he's going to fit very well, but for eighth overall, I feel like you can get a, a more safe pick, like maybe DeAndre Hopkins or James Conner James Connor or Odell Beckham Jr. or something like that. To where you know they're going to put... Actually, James Conner is still kind of iffy for me too. But, okay. Uh, you can get a better, more safe pick. But I don't think he's going to... I think he's going to have a great year. He looks like he's in shape. That offense is ready to go. They got a lot of weapons. Um, I think the, the Jets are a sneaky team this year. I think he'll be a big part we of it. We got that. a big prediction coming later yeah. on. Uh, here's my thing. Last year, the Jets uh, averaged four point, 
four yards a carry, which was 29th in the NFL, which is not good because yep. I think there's 32 teams in the league, right? Mm-hmm. So 29th out of 32 is not too good. No. Um, here's the thing. Le'Veon, 2014 to 2016, averaged 4.8 yards per rush. Something's got to give. Yeah. Either his his you know average drops or the their offensive line is better to create more space. Well, they just signed Ryan Khalil. Uh, oh, yeah, he came Pro out of Bowl, retirement. Pro Bowl center to come back out of retirement, so you know he's pumped because USC connection. Him and Sam Darnold both went to USC, and I heard that was a big deal for him. So oh, huh. that's that should help a ton. Interesting. Uh-huh. Hey, you know your own matter. Yeah. Here's my thing. How happy is Le'Veon going to be if there's games when he goes for like 10 rushes for 30 yards and catches two balls? Because I think that could happen in this offense. No, I don't think so. How? Okay, but it could. It could happen. No. Whereas I, it, you knew, okay, but you knew last year or you knew two years ago when he was in Pittsburgh, he's, you know, his his floor is like 15 points for fantasy. Yeah. There, I, there could be some games where he puts up like some duds in this offense, I think. I don't know. Like... We were talking to his receptions. I think is going to keep him in all all games. You know, he averages sixty receptions a year, yeah. a little bit over like sixty two receptions, and was about five hundred and fifty yards Rush, a year. Or yeah, receiving yeah. So that alone, I know you said like yeah, it might be maybe one or two down games, but everybody has down games. You know, I I feel like he's going to be a pretty good staple in your lineup if you take him. But I I would feel really happy if I got him in the second round. You feeling great, Joe? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like late for. I'm not gonna like coming on the turn. Like if you can get them in those like first to first five picks in the second round, that's a great pickup, in okay. my opinion. Fair enough. That's Le'Veon. No, it's a bit. I mean, he's a big name. We had to talk about yeah. him. as we transition to our NFC or AFC East <laughs> sweet and sours. We got hey, we've been we've been snacking on a lot of candy. We got a lot of sweets for you today. Yep. Not so many sours, a lot of sweets. Last year though, the AFC East was pretty dry in terms of fantasy production. I believe by my calculations they really only had five top fantasy players in their position. What I mean by that is a top twelve quarterback, top twenty four running back receiver, or a top twelve tight end. That does not include Tom Brady. He was outside the top twelve. Yeah, which that, is actually pretty Pretty crazy. Yeah, and Gronk, I think, was outside the top 12. It, w- it was like James White, um, Sony Michelle, maybe Sony Michelle. They, TJ Yeldon was top 24. Which, yeah, TJ Yeldon. He wasn't and now in the he's, division. He's barely even making Edelman the Edelman was top 24 in his position. Yeah. So it wasn't a lot there, but we're more optimistic this year. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of good good players in, in, in the division this year. There's some changes, some things that are going to help, so... Um, I mean, where do you want to start with the which, which team you want to go? Hey, with? the guest. You go ahead. Give it. You're going. I think we should start with the Bills. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, okay. I'm happy on the Bills. Uh, I, I like what they're doing. I'm a big Josh Gordon fan. I was kind Josh of Gordon or Josh or Allen. Josh, <laughs> Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen fan. You, you were kind of down on him in the last. I'm down. Do- I just don't want to say dominated the league. I, I wouldn't say dominated the league, but he showed some really good flashes. Yeah, he threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year. That's fine, but he also had eight rushing touchdowns. I get that, and he also rushed for over six hundred yards. Is that rushing. sustainable? Yeah, I think it is okay. for a young guy. Okay, just like Cam Newton in his first two or three years, mm-hmm. you can still run when you're young. You gotta complete more than fifty percent of your passes for you me. To, just get up to fifty-eight percent. But can we do that? Can we do that? You can, and they 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 helped them out. They got they did Cole Beasley. They got John Brown, and I'm 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 sweet on John Brown. Okay, I'm sweet on him. What's your serious here? Why did? Why is because in his career he averages 17 yards a catch. 
So like that. with a guy like Josh Allen, who's going to air it out, is I Likes, think it's a nice, throw the deep ball. I think that's a nice uh, a nice combi- uh, combination. So okay, and then Cole Beasley, you know, he's your underneath guy who's going to maybe get 60, 70 catches a year. Last year he caught seventy four percent of his targets, so he's he's pretty reliable. So you're you're just high in general on the Bills. You're sweet on the Bills offense for fantasy. I don't know, like overall, I don't think they're going to be great. Because this be a Jacksonville situation like two years ago when Bortles was like lighting up the league. I think yeah, it's like one of those where it's the third quarter, you're down by three touchdowns, and they're just you know you got the pillow coverage in the secondary, and they're just letting you throw it out and and air it out. So. I think there's a lot of garbage time points coming for the Bills. Fair enough. Let me talk about a different receiver on that team. I'm kind of sweet on Zay Jones. Last year, over 100 targets. I like that volume. Obviously, Josh Allen's favorite target. I know there wasn't a lot there, though, so I get that. Last two games, though, showed me something. 11 receptions, 150 yards, three tutties. I like that production. 11 out of 16 games with over five targets last year. He's on the field. He's getting some volume. Josh Allen is going to be better. Quarterbacks are always better in their second year than their first. Again, I'm not asking for Drew Brees' numbers and completion percentage. No. But what I'm at, 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 I am asking is, hey, let's just, instead of 52%, give me to 58 And now, now we're cooking. Now we're keeping drives together. Now there's even more volume to go around at these receivers. And Josh Allen right now, he's only owned in 32% of Yahoo leagues and only 12% of ESPN leagues. And his ADP is 167. So, like, if you're going to wait for a quarterback, I would – Wait and get Josh Allen, and then maybe see how he, how it goes. And you can always it's like stacked at, at quarterback, so you can pick up anybody on the waiver wire. But if you want to if you want to get a bunch of mid range players in those middle rounds, you can do that, and then go ahead and get Josh Allen. And I think you'll be pretty pretty happy. He averaged oh, about eighteen points a game last last year. Yeah, and Not just for reference, Zay Jones, who I think's you know solid, who, who could be maybe a fill in uh, wide receiver three on fantasy football calculator. Not in the top 65 receivers. Yeah. So this is a guy that may, he's going to get drafted, but here's a guy that's going to go 14th, 15th round, maybe earlier depending on someone's really high on him. But here's a guy you could get late, who knows, could potentially be a number one in that offense. I know there's more pieces, but the offense will be better. Two, and I don't know what happened to Robert Foster, but I guess they're not really happy with him. And uh, I think I actually started him last year in the last week of the season. <laughs> because uh, he came out a little bit, but yeah, he's he's buried in their, their depth chart now. Okay. And Zay Jones says he feels great. I can't. As long as he's not jumping out of windows. Now, as we continue with our sweets here, I'm going to give you a name that's not going to get drafted probably in your league. Like I did with the Willie Snead thing. Let's go down to South Beach. Let's talk Miami. Albert Wilson. In only seven games here, Dave. Hear me out. Hear me mm-hmm. out. Only seven games, guys. Had some monsters, guys. Four touchdowns in seven games. Four in those four games, four out of seven games over fourteen fantasy points could do a lot of different things. If you're telling me Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the starter, look, say what you will about Fitzpatrick, but he he's able to he's able to make people relevant in yeah. fantasy. Yeah, but we see it every single year. It's the six games that are good, and then the six games that are terrible, and then you also have Josh Rosen that you traded for right behind him. So the minute he has a bad game, it's going to be Josh Rosen in the game. What I like about Albert Wilson, though, big play guy. Here's a guy that's like Deshaun Jackson light here. A game breaker. And again, with Fitzpatrick, who is known to throw a deep ball, especially for the first four weeks here. Yeah. I, I could I could see maybe an Albert Wilson uh, game where it's hey, it could be a good daily to open the open the year with. Well, I mean if you but if you look at everything around him, Kenny Stills Blows. up and down guy. Yeah. 
Uh, don't even Parker. get me started on Devontae Parker. Five years, Devontae Parker's year one more time. I'm Honestly, well, it's, this is the year he's still young. It's Devontae, dude, he's not good. <laughs> he's just, he doesn't care about the game. And then they have no tight ends. They have Dwayne Allen. He's a blocking tight end. They have Nick O'Leary. He's a, like a Something. fullback blocking tight end. I started him last year. got Mike Gusecki, who could be, he could be interesting. Okay. He starts to get some catches, but there's not a lot of pieces. So if Albert Wilson becomes like the PPR slot guy, then he might have some some decent some decent. I games. know you are pumped on another player in Miami, running back, Kalen Balage, <laughs> <laughs> Balage, Balage, whatever his name is. Uh, right now he's the starter because Kenyon Drake's in a walking boot. Kenyon Drake has never had over 600 yards rushing in a season. Has never had over five rushing touchdowns in a season. Every, same thing like it's Devontae Parker, but as a running back, I'm I'm sick of hearing about about Kenyon Drake. I'm I'm over it. I don't I don't think he's good. I don't think he's ever going to be good. And if Kalen Balaj can start to put some good games together, then I I think it's it's uh it's, he's he he could be a nice late round pick. Someone's got to score fantasy points on that team, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody does. Right. That, I I'm mean, not looking for a lot of Dolphins on my team, but if if I had to choose, it probably would be. Balaj and, and Albert Wilson. Did he have a touchdown in the first preseason game against Atlanta? And then he's been looking good, I guess, in, in practices. He's been breaking off 40, 50-yard runs. I mean, he's going to be the starter until Kenny Drake comes back. Um, ESPN reports Cameron Wolf from ESPN projects nearly even timeshare between Kenny Drake and Kenneth Balaj. At the same time, though, that was August 1st. I guess... That was before his, his injury. Yeah, I just don't want any part of Miami, really. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you have to, I think Balazs is a nice late-round pick, uh, especially in kind of a, a desert of running backs this year. Once you get out of the top 10 or 15 running backs, it's kind of like hit or miss. You just kind of throw a dart, and hopefully it'll be good. Where do you think reasonable spot to draft a, a Balazs? I would say anytime after, like, the... Well, if he's a good starter, I would say any time after like the seventh or eighth round, I think. If he's a starter, you, you can't pass up a starter in the end. Right NFL. now, he's going ninety second or ninety sixth overall, yeah, which puts him about the eighth round. Right? Yeah, so right by like Royce Freeman, Rojo, Jalen Samuels, Duke Johnson. Yeah, I would take him. Jordan over Howard. Uh, yeah, I'd take him over all those guys. Yeah, because Jordan yeah. Howard's in a, a Miles, weird situation. Yeah, Miles. They love them some Miles Sanders. Um. Yeah. Okay. You kind of piqued my interest a little bit on Blash. Uh, I'd like another running back in the division. You want to talk to anybody else on the Dolphins? No, no, I think the Dolphins have got enough time. Yes. Uh, what's the, what's the, uh, Nace Ventura, right? The, the porpoise has been... <laughs> the porpoise has left the building. Can I can I just make a, a confession? I've never actually seen that movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a good one, man. Yeah, go see it. Probably, you know, Jim Carrey's best work. Yeah, I'm not a big Jim Carrey. It's a fan. football movie too, man. Is it? Yeah, oh yeah, it's heavy. it's Ace Dan Marino's in there. I didn't know. See, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's got a lot of football undertones. I right? didn't know why would it's it's Pet Detective though. You said right? Well, yeah, because someone steals the dolphin from the Miami Dolphins. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got he's got to find it, man. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I've literally never seen it. Yeah, it's a great one, man. Classic. It's yeah. your transition though. <clears throat> Look at James White. I, I love me some James White, not because he was on my fantasy team last year, not because he was a seventh overall. Uh, fantasy running back last year because right now the guy's getting no respect. Right now, Dave, you better guess what is the, his ranking right now? PPR. Well, out of running back. So I had it written down. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't know if it lines up with yours, but mine said it was at uh, fifty-one ADP. For, okay. For, for for PPR. Okay. Twenty-fifth right? overall running back. Okay. That's about right. 
But fifty five. I got fifty five eighty three. Okay. But, All yeah. right. We're right. We're right around there. Yeah. Um. But then you got Sony Michelle at forty two. And then you got Damian Harris. They just drafted. Then you still have Rex Bur- Burkhead. It's just a lot. James Devlin gets some fucking touchdowns uh, every once in a while. Don't say it. Here's my reasoning on right now. There's too many mouths to feed. There's a lot of mouths to feed. But that's what we thought last year. James White is, besides Edelman, is Tom Brady's security blanket. Yeah. He loves him, James White. Now, I get it. Career high last year in receptions. 90, 94. Or not, career high in rushes with 94. Career high in receptions with 87. Career high on targets, targets 123. 12 touchdowns. Obviously, he's not going to duplicate that. No. At the same time, though, I guarantee you he's going to be good enough to be better than the 25th PPR running back. Yeah. If you're telling me that I'm drafting James White, he's going to be in that 16 to 22 range, My val- then the value is there. If he can get four catches for 30 yards, maybe add like another 30 yards rushing, you know, maybe True. throw a touchdown in there, I'll take that every week. Yes. My point is... I feel like it's a little disrespectful that he's going 20, 25th. He's ranked 25th right now out of the running backs. Oh, the good the thing, yeah, well, yeah. The good thing, though, is that Gronk's leaving. He's not there. So that's another safety blanket for him. So they might lean on, on, on White a little bit more. And they can also put White and uh, um, game Michelle in the game at the same time. I agree. So, again, James White, he's not going to be the 7th best PPR. That was, a cra- that was a crazy year he had last year. He's yeah. not going to be the 7th best PPR running back. But at the same time, I guarantee you he's going to be in the teens, maybe early 20s, which validates my sweetness on him. Because right now, people are sour. He's going to be better than the projections. I mean, yeah. If you if you can get him if you can get him a little bit later than than the 51st overall pick or 55th overall pick, that's a great – I think it's a great pickup. Okay. Especially if you have two starting running backs already and he's just sitting on your bench. Why not? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. I, 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 okay. I was, I was getting okay. ready. I, I was serving you. The, I was serving you the dish. I was getting ready. To Where are we going? Eat. Where are we going now? We're going to uh, going to the Jets. Yeah, let's do Jets. I, we, can, we can do some Jets. I got some. Uh, all right, so the Jets. I think uh, I'm super. I, I think this is a sneaky playoff team. This is my them and and the Cardinals. I I know I talked a lot of crap about the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are my sneaky playoff teams this year. The Cardinals. Yes, the Cardinals. You and the, the Jets. Lo- I, know I, sound, Cardinals. I know I know I know I know I sound baseball here? I know I sound insane, but the the Cardinals actually have a pretty decent defense. They needed to obviously get their offense better, and I think it's going the right direction. And same with the Jets. Their defense is I think sneaky good. You got four first rounders on that team. Uh-huh. You got uh what the hell? No, is Patrick Peterson, he's gone for a little bit. Oh well, yeah. He got popped. Yeah, you got popped. But you got Leonard Williams, safety. you got Quinn and Quinn and Williams, you got, you got the Williams. Oh, you're talking about the Jets, now, not the Cardinals. Yeah, not the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Uh, we're back to the Jets because we're talking about the AFC. Yes. Um, so, Leonard Williams, Quinn and Williams, CJ Mo- uh, Mosley, and Jamal Adams. So, right up the middle, you got great, like almost Pro Bowl talent players. And now their offense is becoming a lot more relevant, especially with Bell. You got Darnold, who seems to be a lot better in the preseason. Robbie Anderson, Quincy Inouye, uh They just picked up Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder. So, when Herndon comes back, I think that's a formidable. It's a poor, 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 poor man's uh, L.A. Rams. I think very wow. poor. So you're you're. I mean, 
you boarded the jet and you're not. I'm on the back. jet right now. I'm eating peanuts. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You're getting. Uh, I might have had too many. I might have had too many vodka and sodas on the yeah, jet. Yeah, a little bit. You're talking to the stewardess trying to get her number. Yeah, you know. Jeez Louise, <laughs> man. I don't know. I'm not seeing that. I like. I don't know. I think they're a sneaky good team. Whatever their. What's their over under for wins? Uh, I don't know. I have to look that up. I That's got, a Randy thing. I know, but I gotta see this because I'm taking the over hard. I mean. <sighs> As I'm as I'm digesting this, I was not expecting. <laughs> I was not expecting. Uh, I bet it's like eight and a half. I'm guessing. Let's see. Um, this is oddsharks.com, Whatever the hell that is. Yeah, so I'm looking at jets, 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 jets. Come on down and greet the Jets. Oh, that's the Mets. <laughs> that's the Mets. I guess for my seven and a half. Ah. Uh... Take the whole, yeah, take, you just said you're on the, the Yeah, the it's cool. But they're gonna, they can go 9-7. I think sneaky they can go 9-7. Sneaky team to win the division? Th- their division's terrible. Oh, yeah, besides, you know, the, the eight-time. The, yeah, just, besides the Patriots, they could, yeah. get, they could beat you the Dolphins. You know, when was the last time the Patriots lost the division? And they could beat the Bills. That's four wins right there. It's like it hasn't happened this decade. That's not going to happen this year either. They're going to win again. All right. Okay. Let's get, let's get back off the crazy train here. I will say this. You're high on Robbie Anderson. I'm somewhat sour on Robbie Anderson. I like me some Robbie Anderson. Look. Like you mentioned, there's a lot more miles to feed with the Jets. I don't know if Darnold's ready to, to navigate all that. I know he likes Quincy and Nunez. He had some comfortability. I guess Crowder's just lighting up training camp. He uh, does get hurt a lot. Herndon, I got pot, but he showed some signs uh, that he was able to contribute in this offense. Le'Veon's there. They still got blah, pal. My point is, I just don't know if the volume's going to be there for Robbie Anderson. I know people were loving Robbie Anderson. Uh, he had some monsters. But played 14 games last year, 10 of the 14 under 50 yards receiving. So either he's a boom or he's a bust. I do like the – he did get a lot of targets last year. He had some monster target games. But, again, with more miles to feed with the Jets, I'm a little unsure that he's going to be people's wide receiver too, which I think some are projecting him to be. I Like I, we were talking before this, if you can get Robbie Anderson as your third wide receiver – and maybe like if you get a top top tier guy as your number one, like Devonta Adams or or uh, Antonio Brown, someone that's like a, a top tier wide receiver, and then maybe you take like Tyler Boyd and Robbie Anderson, I'm happy with that. I'm I'm good to go. They might not be like the sexiest names ever, but they're number one receivers on on teams, which, which is valuable. And Robbie Anderson's still young. He didn't play a full season last year because he was suspended. Uh, so I feel like this is the year. Darnold's coming into his own. He's a young quarterback, and they finally got a running back that can actually run the ball. So that's going to help a ton in the passing game because you gotta you gotta respect Le'Veon Bell. So I think it's going to open up a lot of things, and they have other weapons other than Robbie Anderson. So I, I think they're sneaky. They're a sneaky team, and they look like they uh, they just switched their jerseys to the Oakland Spartans jerseys from. I fucking saw that. Late. They must have talked to Coach T about that. <laughs> You're you're also high in their defense, a general fantasy perspective. Where are you thinking Jets D fantasy wise? They probably won't get drafted, but I feel like they're a good flyer for those guys that like you know they don't they they take the flyer aspect every week. They get a new a new defense. If they're playing the Bills or they're playing Miami for sure. If they're playing Miami, I'm, I'll I'll put them in. I'd start them. I think they can be sneaky. The sneaky good defense. They're not gonna be like top ten, but they might be in top fifteen. Yeah, so last year they were, you know, just outside or just in front of the top twenty here. That's not bad. They were twenty one, my bad. They okay, were 20, they were twenty first. Fantasy defense. Okay. 
Yeah, so that is kind of <laughs> my thing. Is though, hey, you know, I, I get what you're saying. Especially the offense is better, makes the defense better. The defense won't be on the field as much. I agree. Now, do we dive into a little Tom Brady? Just talk about him for a second. It's like, what do we expect from Tom Brady? Again, he was right outside the top twelve last year, uh, or right at right at top twelve range. What, what what like what's a good year for Brady here? What what do you think his his numbers are gonna look like? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to tell because there's if Josh Gordon like we were talking, if Josh Gordon's the guy, then Tom Brady should have a nice year. But I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> He's forty two years old. We never because we never seen anything like it. And that's the thing. So last year he didn't get, he didn't get to thirty touchdowns. He did throw eleven picks, which was the most. He's thrown since 2013. It's concerning. That's concerning to me. Yeah, I think the arm is kind of starting. You can. He's starting to de- de- uh, decrease a yeah. little bit. 570 pass attempts, which uh, the lowest since 2011. Yeah. So you can see the trends here. They do like to run the ball out in the red zone. Red zone with Gronk gone. That was his like red zone guy. Yeah, who's going to take over? I mean, it'd be Josh Gordon, I guess. Nikhil Harry is six. Is that his name? The yeah, Nikhil Harry. He's six foot four or five. Yeah, something about him though. It's like MJ though. It's like I don't want to. I don't. I'm not ready to cast him off yet. Well, you can't. Do you? But is he a star? Is he, does he deserve to start in people's fantasy teams? Twelve team league. Of week one. Is there, are there twelve? Well, in our league, he's going to start because Waldo. He'll be on Waldo's team or somebody's team, and he'll probably be starting. He'll be on someone's roster. Right now, average – well, it's hard to tell with quarterbacks. Right now, fantasy football calculator, the 17th overall quarterback. That's Behind Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Bill Rivers. disrespect. Well – Russell – there's a lot of – I mean, these quarterbacks are the, I guess the quarterback room is pretty full. Would, would you say – would you say that it's more likely for Tom Brady to be inside the top 10 quarterbacks for fantasy or outside the top 10? Outside. You have to. Because he doesn't rush the ball and – the rep weapons around him, people are like really hyping it up now since Josh Gordon's back, but I still don't think they're that great. There's a lot of newness to that offense. Yeah. You got four running backs. Like what? Are, what's the system? I mean, it's it's gonna be run, run, run. Yeah, run, who knows? Run, run. And then next week it could be fifty throws, and then the week after that could be thirty rushes. Who? It's hard to tell with with the, the Patriots. True. It's just crazy not to think of like Tom Brady as a top ten quarterback. It is uh, well, he's, I mean, he's a top ten quarterback, but we're talking fantasy. Some some mock drafts, he's not even going. Like he's not that's even getting drafted. Neither like Philip Rivers is in a free agent too. Like that that's kind of that, that happens every year though. Philip, I don't get the disrespect though. Philip Rivers was like a top five quarterback last year. I mean, I, I don't get it either, man. Now he can't even get drafted. I know Melvin Gordon, whatever that situation is, but as I'm looking, man, there's so many good. Fantasy quarterbacks. Andrew Luck dropping hard on the quarterback charts right now. Of course, because his ankle. He's... Oh, man. All right. Like, all, right, put, all right, let's put it this way. You taking Lamar Jackson or are you taking Tom Brady? I'll take Tom Brady. Nah, I think he asked. It's, Randy asked me that question. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I still, th- I don't know, I'm still up in the air. Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady? I'll take Roethlisberger. Philip Rivers or Tom Rivers. Brady? Okay, so maybe it's ranked correctly then. Yeah, I know, but it feels wrong. It does, but he's 42 years old. He is 42. Okay. I think the the person who has the most belief in him is himself and then Belichick right behind that. Everybody else is kind of like, all right, you're getting a little old, you know, long in the tooth. True. Real quickly, 
what if I told you, what, what if I told you that like, how crazy if I told you by the end of the year, the Buffalo Bills are the AFC East champions. Wait, was this the, oh, I'm sorry, was this the big three championship? Is that what we were just No, talking? they got rings from last year. Oh, okay, never mind. What if I told you the Buffalo Bills, AFC East champions? Not going to happen. Okay. Now, the reason why that's, I say that's that... That's more crazy than the reason saying why, that the Jets are might true. make the playoffs. The reason why I say that is because there's a guy that's taken the league by storm in preseason. And that guy's name is Christian Wade. We got to talk oh, about... Oh, we got it. We got to talk about the guy. His backstory, people don't know. Former standout rugby player. Outstanding it, rugby player. Outstanding. Comes over to the NFL and is just breaking off big play after big play. I, I posted it on the, uh, the Soul Out of TDs page for, for Instagram. Follow us. You know We're also giving away uh, a jersey that channel thinks um, Traquan Smith will be dead before we actually give it away to get to 1,000 followers. <laughs> he might be right. It's but possible. a guy like Christian Wade, if you get him five touches a game, he, he could break it for 60 yards and a touchdown. He, he, like, he's not only, not only is he, like, shaking off, ta- like, not only is he joking people, but he's, like, he's shaking breaking off. tackles. He's yeah. breaking tackles. He's passing the eye test. Although his vision's a little little bad. Uh, well, he's always looking to lateral. That's the thing. He Because he in, in rugby, you want to get to the middle uh, in between, and then you get more points, I think, when you push the ball down at the goal line. No idea. I think. Uh, so the, the last play he had, he broke it for 47 yards, got tackled at the two-yard line. But if he would have broke it out, to the sideline, he would have been a touchdown, no, no problem. But he broke it in for some reason, so that could be a, uh, a little bit of a transition. But I, I'd like to see him like return kicks or like screen plays or like end arounds, like just get him the ball on easy plays yeah. and let him do what he does. What's interesting about this Buffalo Bills backfield? We'll talk on this and then we'll wrap up here. McCoy, Gore, they draft Devin Singletary. They had, they bring in T.J. Yeldon. And they got this Christian Wade guy. I mean, that's crowded backfield because yeah, somebody's not making it. Is it like, did they get rid of McCoy? Did they cut McCoy? I uh, no, I'm hearing Yeldon's going to be the guy that's going to go. And the rookie's been getting. They say number one carries, but I feel like that's just because Frank Gore and McCoy are so old and they know what they're doing, so they're just giving this guy a bunch of touches. And now you got this wild card coming in, and I don't know. Does Yeldon fit in there? He's only 25. I believe you'd want to. Yeldon's got some appeal to me, man. That's interesting. They they did sign him, but I guess that could be the move because they're not going to cut Gore. I mean, Wade might not make it. He's always there's always a guy in the preseason that's like flashing the pan and then doesn't make the team. That's I mean that's a backfield where you're going to have to wait and see what's going on. I'm not I'm not really confident with anybody though. Okay, I mean. If McCoy just took a dump on anybody that expected McCoy to be good last I'm not, year. Yeah, I'm not. Frank Gore, he might, if he's like a spot start guy, Frank Gore might get you like 10, 12 points. He was actually decent last year. He was pretty good. And he got year. traded around the league a little bit, but um, I'm not I'm not too high on anybody in the backfield there. Okay. Sweet. Sour on the whole backfield. Pretty much, until they figure out what's going on. It's kind of like Fair the enough. Patriots backfield. Fair enough. Well, okay. Fair enough. Well, good to have you back, Dave. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty not a short lounge, but we got a lot. We got a lot of information in there in about thirty eight minutes. Wait, can I do a? I I had a uh, daily Dave already set oh, up. Oh man, he got a daily Dave set up. I got to should I do the intro if you want. It's daily Dave. Daily Dave. He doesn't win any money. <laughs> daily Dave. Go ahead. Let's get a little daily Dave there headed for week one. So this what, is on this is on Yahoo. What, what I like about the dailies in the first week, there's always big pots where you don't gotta pay any money. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there's always those free ones. So here we go. Quarterback. Uh, we're going Dak Prescott because who's he playing week one? <laughs> the Giants. 
So okay. for Yahoo, he is $26, which is really cheap because you have Patrick Mahomes as the number one guy at 39 mm-hmm. bucks. So you're saving a bunch of money. He can run the ball. He gets some rushing touchdowns. But maybe uh, no Zeke, though? You may want to reconsider that. Well, that could be even better then, yeah, would you it think? It could be worse. It could be worse. could be better. That's the whole thing about fantasy football. <laughs> uh, and then running back, we've got some wild cards here. Matt Breida. 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 Okay. Breida. Whoever is going to be the star there, but I feel like Breida, either way, is going to get some touches. He was been, really cheap. He's been hurt on the – he's hurt, I think. Breida? Yeah. No, I'm pretty get sure out of here, not, is he? Yeah. He's not questionable on here. Okay, I, I think he's not feeling too good. Oh, no, I'm thinking McKinnon. Yeah, you, thinking he's McKinnon. out. That's why okay. That's why I put Breida in, because McKinnon's out, and then you got Tevin Coleman, but Tevin Coleman's not going to get the, the share of it. Um, And your number one running back's $38, so 14 bucks saves you some money. Uh, Then you got Chris Carson at $23. He's playing against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's defense was terrible last year. It hasn't got much better. Uh, Robbie Anderson, super high on him, ready to go, playing against Buffalo. Uh, Michael Gallup, I like him a lot. You're going to get the... You're going to fit some big names in here? Or just go hey, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, well, kind of. It's all it's all little names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Gallup, but he's he's been looking good in the preseason. And Amari Man. Cooper's been injured. He might not play his first first week, so oh, okay. Gallup could be the number one. I'm just matching it up with Dak Prescott. Get off my ass. Okay. All right. Uh, got Deshaun Jackson coming back to Philly in his opener. I feel like it's going to be a lot of a lot of energy there. Uh, so he's only eighteen dollars. Michael Gallup's only fourteen dollars. Then you got Mark Andrews, tight end for the Ravens. Okay. These are a bunch of sleepers. Yeah. Supposedly he's the most exciting player coming out of Ravens camp this this off season, and he's supposed to be a big uh, a big addition. How do Willie? How do Willie Snead? I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, but you think about it, a no, guy who can't really throw I know. In, in Jackson, you got a tight end, you should, yeah. should be able to get some catches. So, is the goal to have the least amount of fantasy points? No, the, the goal is to get the most amount. Okay. And then you got Le'Veon Bell, again. Oh my god, this is a disaster. Ener- energetic, ready to go, hasn't played in almost a year and a half, or whatever, a year. Uh, he's $20, uh, $33, so he's actually really expensive. And then you got the Ravens defense against Miami. We already talked about it. Anybody who's playing Miami, put that defense in. There you go. That's my daily day. We're starting out. This is also three weeks before the freaking season. True. It's going to change. So, well, yeah, because you might not be able to get back on the show. So we got to get a daily That's day. right. Well, two, I better get back on the show, damn it. <laughs> um, you know, it's the, most of the time you, you put the big names in and it doesn't do anything. It's a big dud. And then it's always those little guys that, that put up the big You got to get so creative with that's, some That's what I'm doing here. Fair enough. So that's your daily Dave. Presented wow. by Bro Dave. Awesome. All right. Remember, you can check us out on like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, and I just want to say a big fuck you to the Winter Dozen. Oh, wow. Um, you guys all suck and uh, have fun at your daddy's summer home. Oh, wow. That was yeah quite harsh. Yeah. I was not ready for that. Um, but yeah, check check us out on all those platforms, guys. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, I got some good. I got some good feedback Facebook, lately on the show. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast, that we're there. So just yeah. look us up. Well, as always, I'm Mikey Mac. He's Dave Stu. But remember, it's never too late to come relax at the lounge. Take care, y'all. Later. <laughs>